Yes, it is episode one, one, one of Griff's Brain Dump. It's me, Griff. Obviously, it's um, what's the time? It's quarter past seven p.m. on a Sunday, Sunday the eleventh, no, tenth of March. Oh, do you know what I realise? I, I went um, maybe two episodes ago. It was the two-year anniversary of the podcast, and I'm just didn't do anything to celebrate. Didn't get myself a cake. That's what I should have done. Should have given myself a cake and just ate on the podcast. But ah, whatever. Um, yeah, man. But it is. Um, it's been a long day today, but it's been a good day. It's been a good, good day. Why? Cause I went to shop for a ring. Yes, my wedding ring. Went to search for a wedding ring, and we found one that I liked. Um, it took us a while, cause we had to shift sift through all the ones that I really liked. But then Naomi went. Um, uh, hmm. <laughs> we went ring shopping with one of her friends a friend works at a jeweler's so it was like getting second opinions it's... and yeah, they just outvoted me on a few rings that I wanted but to be fair it was good because um, so yeah, the first few I liked I was, after the day of looking at other rings I put the ones I liked initially back on my finger I was like nah you, you guys were right so Got the ring. Oh, fuck's sake. That's my car making that noise. I'm in the car. I'm in the car recording. Um, place key in backup area. I don't even know what that means. Anyway, I'm in the car recording. Just um, so yeah, you heard that. Alarm goes off. I don't know what actually sets it off sometimes. But anyway. Uh, yes, yeah, so I got a wedding ring um, that's been ordered. So we wait for that to turn up in a few weeks' time. What else have I done today? Um, that was it. Just went shopping. Shopping and just uh, became that guy. The guy that I've mocked for years. Watching him. You know that guy when you go shopping and uh, he's in the changing rooms and his wife or girlfriend or fiance is outside going, What are you doing in there? Come out, let me see what they look like. He's like, I'm just trying them on. I haven't put them on yet. No, give me a chance. Put your trousers on. Which one are you putting on? Which one? You put putting those ones on? Or the slim? Or the regular? Which size? Come on, come out. I, I, I was that guy. We were that couple. She was the woman floating outside the men's changing rooms. And that's totally fine. Women are allowed to do that, aren't they, in shops? Just when you think, oh, I've tried on these trousers that I couldn't really be bothered to buy anyway. I'm done now. Who turns up outside your curtain holding more items of clothing? Yeah, she does. Try this on. What do you think of this? Um, I didn't know who came in looking for jumpers. Yeah, just try it on. Try it on. What do you think? Um, Yeah, it's all right. You don't really like it, do you? I mean, I don't know. I just wasn't thinking about buying a jumper today. That's all. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I ended up getting the jump for the shirt. <laughs> That's how it goes. Shoe on the other foot now. She's trying stuff on. You can't have a guy hanging outside a women's change room. It doesn't happen like that. You watch. Go outside a women's change room and then walk away, say, 20 to 25 feet. And you'll see men walking aimlessly, looking lost. Don't know where to stare. Because they don't look like fucking perverts and creeps. You're there with your bloody 
other half. But no, you just you you have to try and look, you know, inconspicuous, look normal. You're just floating around a women's changing room. It's nuts. Remind the shops you went into. Do you want to add right next to the women's changing room just for men to hang around by? Yeah, bras and knickers. So imagine that I'm just there just trying to hang out, just like waiting for her to finish in the change room. Like, what am I going to browse at? Oh, right, this nice lacy bra here. This is normal. Then no one can see me with a woman in this section of the shop. I'm just hanging around the bras. You know me, carry on your day, love. You go in the change room. This bra will suit you. Try this one on. This, it, yeah. I don't know. Horrible. But, um, yeah, that's it, man. Uh, football. Saw Tottenham's result yesterday, so I just deleted match of, uh, match of the day. Ain't watching that shit. Um, but, I don't know, not much else has happened in the world, in the news. Obviously, the Michael Jackson documentary that I have to finish watching because I just haven't finished watching that shit yet. I need to watch it because I'm... Fucking, I'm doing a whole podcast on it tomorrow. <laughs> I, don't, I haven't finished watching it. It was too slow-paced. I said the trauma was just too slow-paced. And that's what's happened now. I don't even watch these documentaries because I care about the victims. I watch them just have an opinion on the celebrity. That's what I watch it for. And if we're all honest with ourselves, a lot of us watch it for that. Trust me, would you watch a documentary about a child abuser if the child abuser wasn't famous, nor the victims were famous? It's just a documentary about child abuse. You wouldn't. Unless they're going to tell us about how we're now, we're now more savvy at preventing these crimes and what we need to do to be more aware of it and how we can protect victims. But that isn't the content of these documentaries. The content of these documentaries is, look how fucking weird this guy is. Well, you think that's weird? It gets weirder. And that's what the R. Kelly documentary was like. That's what the Michael Jackson documentary was like. It's just, it's not about the victim's well-being. It's just interesting for us to see and us to look at. Don't die, man. It's nuts. <sighs> I'll tell you what is nuts, though. Well, it may have nuts, but doesn't anymore. Trans women in sport. <laughs> now, here is the debate. They've been firing up. It's been happening in the news, isn't it? Where trans women should be allowed to participate in sports with other women. And do what? Here's my thing. I'm 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 down for it because I'm a man and it doesn't affect me. <laughs> uh, no, do you know what? I saw some Twitter feed about it. They made some good points about how basically this whole scaremongering of trans women going to come and dominate women's sport. He said it just hasn't happened. Like they've been in in these sports so long enough, and there has been something like two high-profile trans athletes who've done all right, but everyone else hasn't. So it's basically, the the feed on Twitter is basically, and there seems just not enough trans athletes to make this a big deal. Just let them participate in the women's thing, and you see they're not winning, so don't worry about it. And um, I think that's a point, but I guess we're at the early stages. Like, I guess we've got to give it 10 years and see how many... Trans like women are in, are dominating the women's sport, and if they are, they I guess got to make some kind of restorative measure to make it an even playing field. But I guess until then, let them in. I guess let them in. 
There's a video of a guy smashing like the women's weightlifting record. And he just, he hasn't had any kind of sex realignment surgery. He was just a bloke saying, I oh, now identify as a woman. Just trivialising, you know, the whole trans, uh, what's the one? Trans um, movement? Yeah. Agenda sounds like a loaded word. So I didn't want to say agenda. But uh, yeah, the whole trans movement, kind of undermine this. And if I just identify as a woman, look how easily I would dominate women's sport. But I just think it's one of those ones again where the loudest voices on the topic, on the subject, aren't the ones who are actually involved. You know? I mean, the only people that should, be care, should care about it are trans athletes trying to get into the women's sport. And the women who are already in the sports, I guess, where the trans athletes are trying to go. Should it be allowed in sports like running and stuff where it's not actually a contact sport? Yeah, probably. But sports where it's contact sport? Well, I guess there's levels of testosterone you're meant to have. And um, and it, I guess if they're under that level, then what can you do? That's the even playing field, isn't it? They even it out. I mean, but what about testosterone? Like, you know, do women actually have any testosterone naturally? I guess you have to have testes, right? Or do you know, cisgendered women have any testosterone? And where did that come from? Did it come from like your thyroid or something? I don't know. Let's have a look. Testosterone. I feel like it's... You know, like... You know when you learn something at school and you knew it then and now you're older and you, like, you don't know? I feel like it's something that... Yeah, because men don't have estrogen, do they? I guess you'd get it through food, wouldn't you? Because like, if you eat too much soy, you grow tits. So I've heard. <laughs> um, testosterone is a is the primary male sex hormone and an anabolic steroid um, in male humans. Testosterone plays a key role in the development of male reproductive tissues such as testes and prostate. Um... So does it occur in women at all? For any kind of natural way? Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Let's see, testosterone. I know to some people, they're going to be shouting at listening to this going, you are a fucking idiot. How do you not know women don't have any testosterone? I only say this because I just find it's a weird criteria to have for women's sport if like your testosterone can't be above a certain level if it doesn't naturally occur in cisgendered women right surely it should be zero testosterone is allowed in your system um let's see let's see let's see let's see where are we going healthline that seems like a reliable website right let's see let's see what's this Women with high testosterone. Testosterone is a male sex hormone or androgen produced in a woman's ovaries in small amounts. Ah, see, there you go. So I knew I wasn't chatting complete shit. Um, combined with estrogen, the female sex hormone, testosterone helps with the growth, maintenance and repair of women's reproductive tissues, bone mass and human behaviours. According to the Mayo Clinic, the normal range of testosterone levels for females is, and then it's got a little diagram of, how much is in women and then in men it's like yeah it's like nine times higher no ten no not even nine times much higher 
Alright, so yeah, your testosterone is highest when you're 18 as a guy. Makes sense. You're ready to scrap anything then, isn't it? When you're that age. So yeah, alright, so that, that makes sense. So that's why you've got it as a, a marker of when women testosterone is too high. But that, yeah, and they have that in women's sport. You get tested for that. Your testosterone has to be below a certain level. So I guess that's when you cast a Semenya. You know, whether she's a man or a woman, by biological definition, just keep her testosterone down and let her play. And is that unfair? If you've just got a natural advantage, if you, as a cisgendered woman, if you just have a natural advantage over your competitors and that has to be more testosterone than everyone else, is it fair to say, no, level that out? Like, if you're a basketball player, you're just taller than everyone else. It's like, nah, 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 nah. You can't be that tall. Look at um, Usain Bolt. Usain Bolt used to run, I think, the 200 metres? The average 200 metre stride pattern is 45 strides. And Usain Bolt used to do it in 43. So he's running in two less strides because the guy's 6'5". Is that unfair? Where did he draw the line? I mean, I guess you have to draw the line of things like UFC, right? Guy, you know, he's used to be a dude two years ago. Now he comes in just like, yeah, yeah, I'm a woman now. Had it all cut off. But he's still just fucking bronic. <laughs> you know, you can't have that, can you? God, have that. Um, but I, right, what else is happening in in the world? What what else? Um, uh, what's, what's Twitter saying? Hey, what's, what's on the what's on the timeline? Oh shit! Fan ran, ran on the pitch during the Arsenal game as well. Because you saw it happen in Birmingham versus Aston Villa. Someone punched Jack Grealish. Well, it wasn't a punch. Aston Villa sent him to Jack Grealish. He got he got ran on by a Birmingham City fan. Only only for uh, that guy to always get his ass kicked by Aston Villa players. And then Aston Villa went on to win 1-0. Who scored? Jack Grealish. See, so that guy must feel like a right prick. Um, R. Kelly, I guess we could talk about him. He's been released from jail again. Because someone's paid his fees again. Went to jail one time. Bail said whatever it was, paid. Goes to jail again for child support. Bail set at whatever level, paid. Done, he's out. I don't think this guy can be defeated, I swear. I think he's going to get away with it. And who keeps on paying all of his bills? They keep on saying, oh, it's a secret, it's a fan. It's him, in it? He's paying his bills. He's still got his fucking money, man. He's got to pretend he hasn't got any, so he does have to pay child support. But he's he's got his fucking money. Oh, dear. Uh, woo. It's been 22 years since Biggie Smalls was killed. Oh, wow. Um, Ethiopian Airlines flight crash. Fucking hell, no survivors. Oh, Jesus. There's a lot of sad shit on the timeline here, really. Dave is trending. Is it rapper Dave? I don't know why Dave is trending. Ah, it's Crufts. There's a dog called Dave. Strong. I mean, it's fuck already happening in the world <laughs> at the moment. Um, Yeah, there's nothing on my Twitter timeline. What about my Facebook timeline? 
Um, yeah, some guys making monkey noises playing my apes in front of um I think Arsenal must have beat Man United. Because Arsenal fans are being fucking loud on my timeline. Absolutely loud. What's the score? What's the Arsenal score? Yeah, they won 2 0. Shit, you know. Can't predict this league, can you? So, Arsenal now one point behind Tottenham in the race for fourth. Oh, God. We can't have Arsenal finished above us. No! We're still ahead, though. It's still ahead. Ah, oh, jeez. Um, right. I can't think of anything else that's happening in the news. Uh, you know, my, my timeline's just full of Arsenal chatting shit. So, um, let's get on dear dear I guess. Because uh, I can't think of anything else. I mean, what, what's this saying? Uh, T.I. talking about leaving Netherlands to attack on black people. I mean, look, his thing. Uh, it's, are, are black people being, are black men being unfairly or disproportionately targeted with this Me Too, Time's Up kind of campaign? You know, people saying R. Kelly's, R. Kelly, Michael Jackson, uh... Well, still see, so a few other names listed where it's like, it just seems like it's open season on black guys. I mean, they're not the most innocent black guys, are they? It's not like the police shootings. It's not that, is it? So, maybe it's not really... It's not really that, is it? I don't think that's the time to be saying black men are under attack. Or black men are being treated differently. I mean, are, are they being treated differently? Yeah, maybe. But there's documentaries on Harvey Weinstein. Shout out to um, Antoine Allen, actually. He made this point. Oh, my God. This car. Right. <laughs> so, shout out to Antoine Allen. He made the point that, yeah, there are documentaries on Harvey Weinstein. There's documentaries on the Catholic Church. But we're not fans of those things, so we don't care. We're not, we don't gravitate towards them. It's as simple as that. We don't gravitate towards these things, so when there's a documentary, we don't know, we don't tweet about it. We just watch it and go, hmm, that was interesting. Whereas when it's R. Kelly and Michael Jackson, we're fans of them, so that's why I think there's more attention on them than there's a disproportionate bit of attention on it. But nah. I mean, I guess these people will come to justice at some point, you hope. I mean, but we can't be trying to... That's not where That's not where you... That's not the um, the hill you want to die on, is it? If you're defending black men, it can't be R. Kelly. It's the type of black man you're trying to defend. <laughs> I mean, that's not the one guy. Let's start uh, with a stronger argument. All right. Um... Right, let's see. Let's get on to a um, fucking dear Deirdre. Because um, how long have we been recording for? I think half an hour is a decent time. Yeah, we're 19 minutes in. It usually takes you about 10 minutes to do the 
Deirdre. So let's go to that. Deirdre. Whoa, this picture looks wild. Woman all sat up on the bathroom sink. Dear Deirdre, casual sex is the only thing keeping me going, but I hate what I've become. I'm going to guess this is a woman having lots of casual sex and she thinks that she's, you know, a bit loose, a bit easy. And she doesn't like that. She, this is my prediction. You know, she was in a long-term relationship. She didn't really have sex with any other partners. Uh, relationship ended really suddenly. She was heartbroken, thought that's the only guy she going to be with. And then someone from work gave her some attention. And then... She can't stop having sex with dudes now. Just sucked off guys behind bins. Let's let's read it. Let's see. It might even be a bloke. But I'll, that's my guess. Let's see. Dear Deirdre, I had yet another one night stand last weekend with a guy I met at my sister's birthday party. And I hate what I've become. It is not me at all, but it's the only thing keeping me going. I'm a 32-year-old divorcee. Boom. Almost got it straight away. After my marriage fell two years ago, I quickly got into another relationship with a guy I used to work with. <laughs> Did I say work? It's, it's, see, fucking, it's, it's so easy to predict now. Everything was going really well, uh, but then after we had been together for 18 months, he ended it to be with another woman. Um, I was absolutely heartbroken. To be honest, I still am. I've had a few one-night stands since, but I hate it. When I went to my sister's 30th birthday, I wasn't looking to sleep with any guy that night. I just wanted to let my hair down and have a good time. That's when it happened. Soon after I arrived, I noticed a guy was chatting to my cousin. I hadn't met him before, but it turns out he's a friend of my sister's. She'd met him at a, at the gym. At a gym they both go to. He was really fit and good looking, so I went over to introduce myself. We ended up speaking for the rest of the night and found out we had loads in common. We had been to the same places on holiday and liked the same music. At the end of the night, he offered to walk me home. I was hesitant at first because I knew what would happen, but I was in a good mood, so I agreed. We got back to mine 20 minutes later, started kissing passionately. As soon as we were through the door, we ended up having sex. He was good, but he left soon afterwards. And I know I won't see him again. It turned out he's only 27. I want to stop the sleeping around. But I feel as though it is the only thing keeping me going. The truth is I just want my ex back. I miss him loads. And it still hurts that he that he dumped me. How can I move on from this? Well, one, you need to stop sleeping with other guys. Because if you do get your ex back and he's like, who you slept with? Who you slept with anyone else in this time? Because he's going to say he slept with no one. Even though he's tried to sleep with everyone. And you're going to be there going, oh my God. Because oh, you'll feel so bad. You're so honest. I've had sex with like 10 guys. And he's like, fuck, you know, it's over. And you're going, no. So stop having sex with other guys. Uh, get your life together. You know, that's it. Get your life together and just try to move on. Start loving yourself for you. Um, get to the gym. Get to the gym. Then you can meet some hunky guys. Do that. They'll help you out with the fucking you no know, leg press. Abductor. You're there trying to stretch the groin. He's just like, I can help you out with that, darling. You know what I mean? We're on the stepmaster. Oh, that's hilarious. You go to the gym and the women are just working on the buttocks. All fucking day. First I did squats. Then I went on the step machine. Then more squats, step machine, leg lifts, rear le leg lifts, squats, step machine. <laughs> it's like you can work on other muscles other than the arse. 
Jeez. Um. Let's see what's let's see what it is. Um. Let's see. Here it goes. Um. Ha oh, photo case book. No, I don't want that one. Jeez, these are good-looking people. The photos, though. Jesus. But that isn't what um I wanted. Let's see. Uh, next one. Uh, home move worries. My boyfriend says he's scared to move in with me because of my daughter. Why is she a killer? Is she a little psycho killer? One of those ones where her head spins 360. Hello. Uh, right. My boyfriend says he's scared to move in with me in case it doesn't work. I feel the same. But I'm prepared to take a leap of faith. I want to share every day with him. I'm 47. He's 49. Jesus Christ, you lot old. I'm not saying you're old in life. I mean, you're too old to be going, I'm not sure if you should do this, do this. You're big people, you know. Just, just you know what I mean? Make some big people decisions. Shit. We've been together for two years and get on brilliantly. Oh, move in together for fuck's sake. My 20-year-old daughter lives with me, but she's no trouble. Oh, but he's like, she's too fine. 20 years old. Mm. He's worried. He's worried the temptation when she walks out the shower and the towel drops. He's like, oh, sorry, didn't mean to see that. She's like, you can look. Hey, and then the saxophone from Baker Street starts playing. Um, anyway, <laughs> my 10-year-old daughter lives with me, but she's no trouble. Out of the blue, he said that he felt sure he could live with me only if my daughter didn't live with me as well. I said that she's staying put. He says he loves me and we will work through this, but his attitude has worried me. Why? Or is he like a dirty John? He wants to take your handbag business. Or is it interior design she does? I don't know, man. Did I talk about Umbrella Academy the other week? I watched all 10 episodes. If you ain't watched that, people, go watch Umbrella Academy. Great. Uh... Right, let's see. Next one, next one, next one. Sudden step out. Um, since my partner started a new job, she can't wait to go out drinking because she might actually enjoy the people she works with. Fuck's sake. Since my partner started a new job, she's buzzing in the evenings. I can't wait to go out drinking. I'm 28 and she's 27. She hated her old job and had new had had few friends there. So she was never bothered about going out socialising. Yeah, that makes sense. That's changed. She has new mates at this new firm who are all single and like to party. Ah, see, they're all single. They're like, come on, fuck your boyfriend and fuck Steve. Fuck Steve from marketing. <laughs> she gets home, she has a shower and can't wait to go out most nights. You mean she gets home, what, after the night out? Just like, you're really focusing on your genitals there when you're cleaning, love. What? No, I'm not. It's I always wash. What's that running down the inside of your leg? That is soap. Um. Anyway... She used to go out a lot when we first got together and it took her six months to admit that a guy from where she used to work kissed her. Can I trust her? No, you can't. She's out every night, sucking her way to the top, mate, and mugging you off. No. <laughs> no, um, mate. Just ask her. It's like, why do you want to go out so much? If she just likes a new job, she likes the people. And some workplaces, that is the way to get to the top. You have to be out. You have to be a face. You have to be popular. Then once, then once you've done a few of those, then you can like drift off. But if you start at a firm and it's a social firm and you're like, I don't come out. 
People are like, fuck this guy. Fuck him. All right, next one. Risky plan. My sister-in-law suggested we have sex because our spouses have lost interest. I mean, that's the way to get them talking. Uh, my sister-in-law suggested we have sex together because our partners aren't interested anymore. I'm 48 and my wife is only 45. But she seems to have totally lost her appetite for sex with you. Uh, I try to understand and respect her feelings, but the truth is I miss sex so much. I went round to my sister-in-law's to put together some shelves for her as her husband isn't good at DIY. Oh, yeah. He isn't good at DIY, so I went round her house and showed her what I can do with some wood. I, I did that bit, don't I? Um, <laughs> Uh, isn't good at DIY. Well, he was at work, so we had the house to ourselves. She's 43, and she's not stupid. She knew I came around with the power belt, the tool. So what have you got in there? I've got a drill. What's that for? Drilling holes. Oh. And what's that? It's a spanner. And what's that for? For turning nuts. Oh. And what's that? That's my dick. Oh, right. We've got to have sex then. Yes. Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, right. She's she's 43 and she's not stupid. I realised she could tell something is wrong. So I confided in her about the lack of sex at home. She then told me her husband has no interest in sex for ages. There was a silence. And then she asked outright if I wanted sex with her. <laughs> That's just not even sex. Not, <laughs> no foreplay. Not even he's in. Just like. What's, what's wrong? Yeah, my wife, she doesn't want to have sex with me. Really? Oh, man, I'll I, I say my husband doesn't have sex with me either. Right, right. You want some sex? <laughs> so what? Huh? That's just like, do you want some sex? What, like, right now? Like, are you even turned on? But like, are you attracted to me? Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, I guess so. guess I can be. There's a silence and then she asked outright if I wanted sex with her. We took things no further then, but the urge to give it, giving gets stronger each time I see her. Is it the solution to a problem or the start of a bigger issue? Um, I'm not sure how you set boundaries to banging your sister's, banging your wife's sister. Um, yeah, I don't know how you do that. And especially if you've got fucking kids and there's cousins involved, please don't do it. Alright. Jeez. Um, <laughs> that is wild, isn't it? Right, I think that's going to be the end of the podcast because I'm fucking freezing. If my car alarm goes off again, I'm going to get nicked for robbing my own car. So, that's the end of the pod. Have I got anything to announce? Not yet, but there is something happening there is something happening so hopefully i can announce it next week if not it'll be the week after that but there are things on warning um so yes keep your eyes peeled and your ears peeled i don't know why you do that with the things you receive information with your eyes peeled your ears but how do you peel your eyes keep your eyes what does that fucking mean? Anyway, that's the end of the pod. Um, so yeah, share, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. And yeah, that that is 
it. And now I've probably forgot something, but fuck it.